this podcast might have bad words because my daddy says words like s*** and other bad words too much. Listener description is advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Detox Podcast, a podcast for dads, where dads talk about life, kids, and stuff. We are your hosts, Galan, Joe, and I am John, the non-dad tourist Yes, of our show. Well, welcome back. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, good to see you guys. It's been a while since we recorded. It's true. But guys, let's not bury the lead here, because we are joined by one of our all-time favorite guests That's right. on the Detox Podcast. <laughs> that is right. Once again, and I know it's going to be another historic episode. That's right. The man, the myth, the legend, Todd Pipes. Yeah, welcome to back. The show. Thank you. In studio audience. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. That's awesome. You're one of the few people that said you would come back that actually meant it. Oh, nice. No. <laughs> oh. And I did. It was. I, I had a fun time that day. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. It was good. So, uh, guys, just um, any quick dad updates or anything, or or should we just jump right into it? No, no. I'll, I'll just a quick update from what the update we yeah. did. It's like Ellie is now in like the application for enrollment in kindergarten is official. It is in. Wow. <laughs> Um, She's in the system now. Yeah, we put the request in for the the teacher that we wanted because one of the teachers had a uh, class pets, and we're like, yeah, Ellie will be totally distracted by the turtle and the lizard. Sure. And so, but yeah, that's a that is a scary, scary step. Um, and then my oldest kid will be starting her junior year. So it's kindergarten. Kindergarten. Then it's uh, then it's uh, drugs. Yeah. But we're, and with then, a, then with it's a, teenage pregnancy. Have fun. And a, <laughs> it's a big leap. You got to have the, the fried egg in the pan where this is your brain. Mm-hmm. And then the um, hugs, not oh, drugs, dare program. Completely ineffective dare program. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's what, that'll take you back. I have fond memories of the dare program uh, where the cops come and tried to scare us or whatever. By fond, I mean not fond. T- did, did you have dare in your oh, school? Yeah, go- absolutely. Yeah, dude, that's <laughs> did, you, did y'all have thing. the the kind of science project looking thing that folded open? It had all the different pills and stuff. And they like pass it around. And you're like, wow, this is really. It was sort of like a bug collection, but it was drugs. Yeah, you're going, this is so strange. Yeah, it's very, very weird. I remember they also passed around this like box that smelled like marijuana. Oh, oh so, dude, I remember. Yeah, the do you remember box. that? So, so they oh, were like, wow. "If you ever smell this, it's bad. Get away." Oh, okay. that, was, that was awesome. That ties in with the commercial. It's like, where did you learn to do this? From you, from you Dad. Dad. Yeah, I yeah, yeah watching totally. Watching you. And then the the billboard the billboard going down a uh, like past downtown going west on thirty. Where it was like hugs, not drugs, but it was uh, there was one in Spanish that was like hug us, not drug us, or whatever. And I'm just like, I remember that. Like, <laughs> is that I just official Spanish. No, I don't know enough I, Spanish I to know. It, but it was it was it was basically like that, that's what the billboard said. So it's like, if that's th- real Spanish, though, I'm gonna use it. Yeah. But I, I think drug us <laughs> is like the actual like Spanish word for drugs. That but I'm is hug us, oh, dude? If hug it, us, no. I'm going to have to, like, I'm going to have to Google it. that. If it's not, then we sound so smart right now. Yeah, I'm not. No, I'm not smart at all. But uh. Um, but yeah, no, that, that's just, that's just funny. Yeah, it's all the '90s references all packed in there. It's perfect that's because right. we've got one of the sounds of the '90s, Todd Pipes, on the show today. Hey, so there we go. See, see how I did that. That's <laughs> a t- good tie-in. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're the king of the segue, Joe. And not not the not the not the scooter. I thought Paul Blart for a second. Went, oh, oh. No. put your hand on your hip. To give the illusion. 
<laughs> Wait, have you seen Paul Blart? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I am no longer clear line of delineation <laughs> right here I on like, the table. I was like, uh, I watched it. I was bored. I didn't I see the second one or anything. No. Wait, there was a second. Wait, there was a second one. Yeah. No. Yeah. We're not crazy. We didn't see the sequel. Yeah. There, there is, but we'll talk about that next episode. Okay. All right. The Paul Blart episode. We have Kevin Hart. No, Kevin Hart's the other Kevin. What's that guy's name? Kevin. Kevin James. Kevin Hart's the the dude yes. in uh, Jumanji. Yes, good movie by the way. Nice. Uh, all right. Uh, Again, any other 90s, any other dad well, updates or should we? Uh... Uh, my son is one and he's walking. Oh, congratulations! Thanks. Yeah, dude, that's it's, that's that's insane. crazy. One that's... down. Well, Sylvie's already been walking. Two well, down. there you go. <laughs> like, She's three. Now. Joe, you're two for two, buddy. <laughs> two <down. laughs> yes, that's it. That, now I can stop parenting. Right. That, yes. That's it. All right. Cool. I that, think so. It's the only update I have. And just for the record, no, it is not hug us. Oh. It's a brazos, no dragas. Whatever. Oh, hug us, oh. not drug us. Hashtag. <laughs> oh. No, it's, it's there. It's a strong okay. contender. All right, all right, yeah, awesome. Todd, anything yeah. new going on in dad world uh, for you? We, ha- we have the magic combo <clears throat> this year that my son is going to be a senior and my daughter is going to be a freshman. Wow. Nice. Yeah. <sighs> That's the, the one magical year Just where they're in the same school. That they're there together and they're riding together and yeah, social awkwardness. Right. You know, worlds colliding. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Do you think there's there's like pros and cons to that scenario? Do you, like do you yeah. ever think about like like oh he's he'll look out for yeah because and stuff. Um, their age difference is the same as it was when uh, my brother and as I. it's always been. No, um, that's what I thought you were going to say. No, no, as my brother and I. And yeah. so when he became a freshman. It was like magically we could hang out more. Oh, that's you know what I'm saying? It, and so we went places together. And I actually kind of found out that I really liked his friends. Like he had a, a good group of friends, and so they were kind of fun and stuff. So that, so yeah, I I'm hoping it'll be like that kind of thing. That's you know? cool. Yeah, that's that, cool. that they can have, you know, that somehow they magically but just overcome years right. of sibling rivalry to be like, do we just become best friends? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. You want to go do karate in the garage? <laughs> that's a good movie. Um, All right, we will be back with more movie references right after this. We are back at the Detox Podcast with our guest, Mr. Todd Pipes. Thanks for being in studio with us today. Thanks. Or rather, in your studio. In your studio. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for coming over. (laughs) (laughs) But it's true. We are here in your wonderfully uh, equipped studio. Well, thank you. Yeah. 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 I'm fascinated by your, like, sound diffuser behind you. Oh, see, I have this weird thing about diffusers. Like, I'm obsessed with diffusion. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So is, is okay. <laughs> so is this this is a is this a very particular type of diffuser that you well, acquired? <laughs> these are quadratic, and these are variations of polycylindrical, but they're made with blocks instead of the curvy things. But yeah, oh. over the years, I've made many, many, many diffusers. Dude, that's but, so cool. That, that it, it just looks cool. Yeah. yeah. Looks that's like a, like that's the whole thing. Is like they're functional, but they really do look cool as well. Yeah, yeah. it's not just like, it's so, not just like the rock wool ones hanging on the wall, like around yeah. the things. I think it looks like you have some of those too. Now our yeah, listeners probably have no idea what that is. But well, that's the thing. So you need you need to have absorption in some areas and reflection in the yeah. other areas, and so yeah, um, the diffusers are actually a lot more effective as far as treating, but they're incredibly expensive. Yeah, so you yeah. can get away with. Um, 
kind of the higher density kind yeah. of foam, not yeah, yeah. foam stuff, but insulation yeah. in different parts. But, but yeah, It's all very cool. It's much, much nicer than the uh, the studio I put in quotes <laughs> that I record my music at at home. So it's very awesome. We, we should continue, though, because if we get stuck on gear, I think Galan will talk about that for the three we, we will have like a year's worth of <laughs> episodes. Oh, I love it. Just I gear love, heads, like, I love oh, gear. Yeah, there's this one particular like model, like sub-model that came out of this one pedal like for oh, six man. months. Yeah, gearheads. Like, I'll meet someone off Craigslist, and it'll be thirty minutes. And I'm like, "Oh, yeah. you, you wanted to buy something? <laughs> we don't need thirty minutes of." The Wait, digression. You, know, you know what we should do though, uh, Todd? Is there mm. one elusive piece of gear that for you is like the golden snitch? It's like yeah. it's the thing that you've always wanted, but you haven't had a, a wow. chance to find or use yet. That was an unexpected Harry Potter reference I know, from you. I, like I know. Yeah. Unexpe- oh. Hashtag oh. unexpected Harry Potter. I, I think at this point. It would probably be a specific set of monitors. Okay. The Altec 604s. I've never used them, and I know they're out there. Like, I finally tracked down, like, these old JBLs, and I tell everyone that will stop long enough, if you're making music, find some 43 series JBLs. Your life will change. You will have to work (laughs) half as hard. Like, I, I mean, I, but Toby and I, we have been through every pair of monitors you can imagine. All of them. Because everybody told, oh, no, this is amazing. Or, hey, no, <laughs> this guy over here uses this. This guy over there. And so finally this one day I had this, this guy was in our studio kind of rewiring something on our Trident console. And I asked him, hey, man, what did people use back in the old days before the stupid NS10s took over the world? said, oh, <laughs> track down some JBL 4311s and mix on it, and every it will instantly turn into your favorite record. Wow. And I just went, okay. And so <laughs> I went home. He said, you'll be able to find them. He said, because they were everywhere. I wow. found two pairs on Craigslist immediately. Wow. One wow. had good speakers, but the cabinets were really rugged, you know, ratty. And then I found this other guy who had refinished the cabinets but had nothing in it, no drivers. Mm. So I oh, bought nice. both of them. Put him in, and he was right, and it, wow. it's magical. Yeah, that's not that's not too terribly bad of a price either. Yeah, considering what you sp- what you'll spend on exactly. monitors at Guitar Center. Yeah, and and that's the thing. But they're amazing. So before people really used the JBLs, they were using Altec 604s to mix on. Okay. And so, and, but what was weird was. This was before they were putting the monitors kind of close to them. They would have the monitors mounted on a wall on the far end of the control room and they mixed from there Hmm. now i know mixing from a distance really does make good records it really does but you got to have a good room to do it in but yeah altec 604s i've got to track down some because the weird thing on those were you bought the drivers and they told you how to make the cabinet but you had to make it because they didn't know how far away they were going to be, or what okay. the angle needed to be. So Altec was just like here, and because engineers and studios back then could make stuff, yeah, yeah. and wow. so they left you to do it. And so yeah. that's the whole thing. Now, can you find something that's been made kind of well? But yeah, all that, the Beatles stuff was done on Altec and all that. And then two years later, everything went to these JBLs. But wow, yeah, the forty-three-elevens and the forty-three-twelves. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. That's some really good music but insight. Gear yeah. talks, not while we bought it. Brought 
yeah. Todd back on. No, that's <laughs> no, but we but speaking of music and gear, you mm-hmm. have we saw on social media a couple weeks ago you are hyping a solo album. Yes. Is that correct? Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. Why did you decide to do because I know you've done a couple of solo projects, mm-hmm. um, one in two thousand eight and one in two thousand twelve. Yep. And so what was kind of your desire or drive behind a new solo project at this time? <laughs> the truth? <laughs> this this was supposed to be a Deep Blue Something record. Okay. Oh, wow. But we couldn't get everybody on the phone. And oh, wow. <laughs> so at one point, because I was talking to Toby and Kirk, we got kind of a little conference call, and I said, guys, I just don't think this is going to happen. Mm. Like, if I keep waiting, yeah, I, you know, because – we said, hey, let's do some recordings. And so we, you know, Kirk had done, had done a couple of demos and Toby had a couple of demos and I sent out some stuff and we were like, oh, cool, you know. And then we just didn't hear from everybody. Mm. And so I'm going, okay, so I just kind of keep tinkering with my demos. Sure. And gotcha. keep working on more stuff. And that's when I told him, I said, hey, I can call a drummer and I'll have this thing finished in a month. Mm. Wow. And they actually said, I think he might be right. You just need to. <laughs> they're like, I don't know what the heck is going on. Yeah. But we we're not getting together. Sure. And so they just said, just you're gonna have to do it. If you need us to come play on it or do a solo or something, let us know. But oh, that's cool. yeah. Otherwise, you're right. You could be sitting here another year from now. And so I just finished it. It took way more than a month. Right. Because I was busy too. But at least I could come down here. I had an yeah. hour to spare. I'd come, come record. Two hours. I'd come record. And so I finally finished it. And so, of course, though, now that it's finished, you know, w- there's talk of a European tour for Deep Blue Something coming up, and we oh, need wow. to do And I'm like, oh, my God, can we just please? <laughs> but <laughs> it's just the problem that we're grown-ups and people are busy, yep. and that's just that. That's yep. part of it. So yeah. this will come out, and then, I don't know, we'll probably Deep Blue Something. We'll probably do something very soon. Sure. I just don't. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a release date set for this this album? Well, no, that's the the beauty of like iTunes and stuff. Um, it can come out in a week. You know, right. we, we did a video for one of the songs, and I wanted to make sure that that was kind of ready. You know, just so people have something to see on social media sure, and stuff yeah. like that. <clears throat> and then, you know, I'll get with Irv at Idol Records and figure out when it's coming out but i would say probably cool. pretty soon nice yeah nice. Very now the, the the last time you were on you talked about like your, your son like the music project he was doing did you mm-hmm. have him come and play on any of the tracks on this solo album no he was de- he was down here in and out kind of chiming in every once in a while but he's but see they've also been recording too so oh, we're every cool. day we're kind of getting to hear because we're always overlapping okay. i'll finish oh, nice. just as he's coming in and so he's kind of hearing this and i'll get to hear what he's doing so that's really yeah, cool. It's fun. super cool. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. So, how many songs do they have out now? I know they had. One They've or got two? three out. Okay. And they just finished one, which I'm telling them to go ahead and release it. Mm-hmm. But I think they were wanting to put it with a couple more. But I was like, just put one out and then finish the other one and put it put them out as singles just to kind of keep things going. Yeah. Yeah. There was but, an indie band I like in California that did that, and then yeah. they got ten or ten or eleven songs, and then they released all of those as an album with a couple of more they had had. Yeah. Not done. And I and think I was, that that's kind of a better idea to keep yeah. keep people interested and stuff like that. Yeah. But as a fan, I like I bought them all, and then I bought the album because I'm like I want to support. Yeah. You know? So I independent spending twenty bucks double the songs, but. I didn't care because I was supporting yeah. the little guys, you know. Yep, I like it. That's very cool, especially nowadays because music is so kind of everywhere. I was uh, 
I actually went to, I was having a conversation with my sister-in-law yesterday. I went by a record store to, uh, actually, I found a copy of Home, Deep Blue Something, the cassette tape, which you'd never seen before. Never seen it, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and also picked up a CD copy. And I was in there, and I was browsing through, and I was remembering, like, years ago when I would go to record stores every weekend and just, like, spend a couple hours combing oh, through, yeah. listening oh, to, like, getting home, listening to them. And uh, one of my best friends was in a band, and so we would, like, listen to our songs, and then we would talk about what we liked and what we didn't like about our favorite artists and i wonder if almost nowadays we're so like it's so readily available that you start like almost losing a little bit of an appreciation for like setting aside time to listen to it at least that's kind of an observation i had i, I think that that's right as far as overall value or, right. or, or the way most people kind of consume music right because like you know i notice you know in the, in the classes i teach the kids don't write band names on their notebooks anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. They don't. Yeah, you know, right. it, it's just, it's peripheral to them. Yeah. It's things that, it's something that's playing in the background of their video games that they're playing. Yeah. But oh, it's, but they don't consume it in the same way. They'll all go to a concert. Right. Hey man, we're going so, and they'll just all go and they maybe, maybe have heard something, maybe they haven't, but it's a social thing. Right. Which is very, very different. Yeah. But what I've noticed with my son and some of the other kids that are really into it because of Spotify, which I do not like but they kind of go down the rabbit hole of Spotify. Oh, sure. this band likes this other band. I need to check this. And then next thing you know, they're, you. they're just consuming insane amounts of music, which is great. It's just sad that most people, it does, it, there's no value assigned to it anymore. Yep. Well, he, um, John's brother was one of his friends, like challenged him to basically put 10 albums out in 10 days, like the, the albums that are kind of like <laughs> his yeah, favorites. The, and I, yeah, I brought a... Oh, like, oh, I thought you meant like challenge your brother no, to no. record and I'm like, that yeah, is, and release them in like, days. That is impossible. And, and he yeah. did it and it all sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but it's... Uh, I know what you're saying. But, but he talked and, and, and I brought to the point of like, because he's talking about, oh yeah, I used to digest this and mm -hmm. it's... I mean, John and I did it. Like we would... We, we worked at a job or a second shift. We were talking about it on the way over here and... Sometimes in between on our lunch, we would go to these different, the seed, like the UCD places that were around. Yeah, yeah. And we would find like these obscure albums from the labels that we liked. Yeah. And then we would listen to them on the way home back. And I know that we did that on our spare time. And it's like I would spend hours listening to these records and stuff, I mean, or CDs, but you know, records. And it's like I know them front to back, side to side, and all that. Whereas kids, I, I feel like nowadays, like you said, with Spotify, they don't know, I don't like this, and they just skip on to the next song. Right, and they don't give it a chance. Whereas if yeah. you've invested $12, yeah. you're going <laughs> to you have one you're thing gonna, to listen to. And you're <laughs> going to listen to the second side of that record, and you yeah. might figure out, oh, man, that one that I didn't like yesterday is my favorite yeah. one. It's starting to grow yeah. on you. You yeah. learn new things about it. It's, yeah. like, it's I got, very interesting. i got to wonder in 15 years if kids will look back on with the same nostalgia that – you know that John and I look back yeah, and listen like, to. Remember that Logan Paul song yeah. or whatever <laughs> that guy's yeah. name is. But it's like we, we look back I get and it's the like the right one. I don't I even know. know. You know, we've all heard our parents say like, "Oh, that's a good song." And then yeah. when you say that, you're like, "Oh crap, I'm old." Yeah. But it's like I, I wonder if kids nowadays are going to hear like the, the one hit wonder that you never that are like a blip on the radar. It's a, and, be all YouTuber. Yeah, and it's and then it's about. they're never going to hear that on the radio and be like, oh, "Yeah, that's a good song." Yeah. You or, know? Yeah. Or man, it's like, oh man, the first date, like your mother and I were on our first date and this song came on the radio and I looked into her eyes and all those cheesy stories that, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. that like people tell, but it's just, you know, it's, the, I don't I, yeah, feel I, like kids get that nowadays. Not, or, not a lot of Or even them. adults. I, like, I don't think that they do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, just, it's not, just, not something that they're going out of their way or that they, you know, that they're in their car and they they put the cassette in. 
Yeah, right. Because this is the one that I have chosen for this date. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, like, you know what I mean? Like, this is the mixtape like, like, movie <laughs> High Fidelity where he's making mixtapes. Yeah, like you're making yeah. mixtapes. Yeah. Like, how did you organize your CDs? <laughs> Autobiographical. What? No. Yeah, <laughs> then that's the thing. So, so it meant, you know, there was a reason, you know. Like, I, I remember on, like, the first date that I went on with my wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had it. I had my I had my music chosen. Yeah, like I knew what what needed to be <laughs> yes. in the car that night. Strategically chosen. Yeah. Yes, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because you, you have to make that impression. You had to you be like this to. represents. It's got to be cool Do enough, but it can't be too obscure. Right. So, but so it's got to be something that's kind of cool, but it's got to have cool words. So she, you know, kind of yep. digs it. So you, you couldn't drop the ABBA or the Doc in her again. Yeah, you, you couldn't go out there. Yeah, you couldn't go. Yeah, the Captain Beefheart or something. Like, dude. You ever, heard, you ever heard Miles Davis bitches brew? This is awesome. <laughs> she just jumps out of the car. Yeah, like, um, you so should have chosen something different. Uh, I don't know. This isn't my favorite Miles Davis album. <laughs> so, um, do, you, do you remember the songs that were on that mixtape? It wasn't a mixtape. It was um, it was a Stone Roses oh, album. Stone Rose. yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. But That's yeah, I remember as we were listening to "This Is the One." She turned over and said, this is a good song. I was like, you're dang right it is. <laughs> nice. Dang right, this is the perfect song. You were like, that's awesome. And yes. now it's just like, oh, like, oh, it's an awesome video game. Like, I remember I was playing like GTA <laughs> 4 and this came on, man. It's a great song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Slap the prostitute and carjack someone's car and this was yeah. on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's but then, but so, so you took the Stone, Stone Roses, right? And so mm-hmm. you, you chose the music. But like, how do you... I guess in this day and age, and we're talking about listening to music in one way and a different way, like how how are bands measuring success in this? Like, are they? Because I know I noticed that uh, you had had uh, an interview uh, like a couple of years ago where they were talking about, you know, nowadays people are so almost oversaturated with the availability of music mm-hmm. that people are just giving it away for free just to get any type of listen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so how can how can I mean, unless it's for the most part like top forty, how are musicians able to kind of climb above that noise to get to some modicum of quote-unquote success commercials help some yeah i think people are i don't know relying on that too much but if you can get on a tv show or anything because here's something weird that happened to us so have you seen that uh netflix show everything sucks uh, that sounds, so. sounds okay well it's the teens love it okay you gotta check it out so it's a um it's a 90s teen Oh, TV I have seen show. it suggested. I just hadn't. Okay. Okay. So. But it came out in the 90s or it's no, like. No, no, no. It's brand new, it's but it's oh, set original. in the 90s. That makes me so sad. Okay. So, yeah, that's it's the retro. whole thing because it feels <laughs> too weird. You're going, well, okay. Wasn't this just like a minute ago? But, but anyway, so uh, we got contacted by that show. Can we use the thing? You know, it's 90s. And we're like, yeah, okay, cool. And they ran the scenario past me. And I thought, oh, that sounds kind of clever. That's a fun story. So in this particular episode, they f- it features Breakfast at Tiffany's, a bunch. Mm-hmm. We added a million Spotify monthly listeners wow. in three months. Holy wow. crap. Yeah, Whoa. because of that show. Well, we think it's because that's I the mean, only sure. thing we can figure it out. It was yeah. like out of the ordinary or whatever. That would have spiked it that much. But oh, a million. That's, yeah. Yeah. that's crazy. And so... And that's that's the kind of power that a TV show. Because these people, you have to assume these young people that are yeah. on Spotify, yeah, they may not have really ever heard it, which seems yeah. strange. But to right. them, they're like, "This is new. This is a new song," because yeah. they've been exposed yeah, to yeah, it for yeah. the first time, yeah. and now they're engaging that Dude, way. That's, that's it's so, so weird, especially like a, a song that was as 
I don't know if pervasive is the right word that it seemed like every time you, you would you would hear it and you still hear it. You still hear it all the time, like especially on on Sirius, for them to be like I've never, I've never about, heard that. It's all about context. Dude, it's because yeah. when you're that in the grocery store and the music's playing, you're kind of hearing it. Yeah. yeah. But it's only every once in a while that you even pay attention to right. what's on. Yeah. But something about this engaged them. It was yeah. it, mm. it because it's part of the story of this particular okay. episode. Okay. But yeah, mm. out of nowhere. Yeah. So that's that's, that's crazy. like the that's the second Netflix show that song's been on because it was on Orange Is New Black a couple years ago too. Oh yeah, yeah. Now that was cool. But see, that's a much more adult audience, right? So mm. we did get a, a blip, you know, and there was you know we get lots of emails and all that kind of stuff. That was, but that was a little bit more predictable. Sure. This, this was, was nuts, yeah. and and again on a completely different platform, right. Spotify. You know, these kids yeah. just went crazy. So I, I'm kind of curious, you know, we're talking about how different it is in the ways that, that kids consume music today and, and maybe that it's it's music is seen with less value because mm-hmm. they're just inundated with so much. But uh, I, I don't know, does, has that affected at all your artistic process when you're thinking about conceiving a song mm-hmm. and you're going through the production? Okay, so in a way, In a way, you know what? Um, like on this particular, on this last solo record, I felt even more freed somehow mm. because it, it's just going to find its way if it's going to find its way. Right, That's right, the kind gotcha. of thing. So I just need to make whatever I really feel like making. And if I want there to be insane amounts of reverb that no one likes but me, <laughs> somebody else will find that because somewhere and will some somewhere will tag this song. This song has lots of reverb and someone will search songs with lots of reverb and they will find their way to them because yeah. of it. And just like, I never knew there were so many different subgenres of specifically doom metal. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like doom is one thing, right. but I thought doom was pretty much catch-all for that particular. No, no, no. There's like 50 different subgenres of doom, and you can just kind of. Oh, I'm looking for this, and you can just find this specific thing. I'd like this, but I, I wish there were a girl singing. Oh, here it is, and then you. There's 50 bands that sound kind of in this, so. <laughs> if you're looking, you can find stuff. So maybe yeah. it is more freeing, you know. That's interesting. Yeah, because I just don't think anything is going to catch the masses. Like yeah, like not anymore. Not be- because radio is too fragmented. Yeah. Uh, and definitely, if you're not doing R&B, why would you bother trying to get on the radio? Or you, you become a YouTube <coughs> sensation like Justin Bieber, and it blows up. Yeah, and YouTube still has some power, yeah. and Instagram yeah. still has some power, so you never yeah. know. Yeah, that's... It's interesting. It's really crazy about just how we consume media, especially music, in like nowadays and stuff. Um, and s- stuff. Yeah, and and stuff. And stuff well, like in TV. Do you guys stuff. do you guys watch like regular TV? No, I never uh, do. I we did. find ourselves all the time realizing the TV has not been on. Like when we get up yeah. in the mornings. We'll watch the news a little bit, but it's still kind of background. Right. Yeah. Just like a little while ago, we turned on the news just to kind of watch, see what's been going on. Kind of background. Yeah. But the kids do, do they, our kids don't watch TV shows. Yep. Yeah. It's all on That's what they're looking up or if we're on YouTube or whatever. Yeah. My, my shows have shrunk from outside of like Game of Thrones and the blips like that. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, there's one show I watch on regular TV and it's because my wife wants to watch it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I don't, I don't even watch like Monday, like football when it's on anymore. Mm-hmm. I just, the TV pad and the cable we paid for is not for me, like, yeah, except for except for Game conf- of Thrones. I'm not even going to make you confess as to what. Show oh, I'll confess. I watch Grey's Anatomy with my wife. Oh. Like that show's still on. Yeah, 
Like wow. new and, and shows? Now, now, yeah. Like I have new never seasons. seen an episode of that I mean, show. It, it was... So it's a I, guilty pleasure. I, I thought like, it was... It's terrible. It's a, it's a terrible, terrible show. <laughs> it was... <laughs> like, but it's a guilty pleasure. It's like you watch it and it's like... I mean, there's some things on Netflix, like when the Marvel stuff comes out and I'll catch those, but it's like yeah, yeah, actual yeah. like TV. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, like we watch TV, Netflix like yeah. and we yeah. decide we're going to do this. Well, that's yeah. different than just having the TV on and right. flipping through there. Yeah, yeah. Now my mom does like she's she had the the remote is a play pretty like she yeah. oh I've watched two minutes and it click oh three minutes on this show click oh I'm gonna yeah. DVR my 600 pound life click yeah you know all these different <laughs> things like I just wait for a new you know new episodes of Ancient Aliens <laughs> I mean <laughs> I've watched that it's even not though, aliens even, even though but I think aliens. I think they're kind of done yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that the show with the with the crazy the crazy hair, like hair the guy <laughs> I, I still love it but I'm kind of like guys yeah. I, I think you've covered it all now. <laughs> Yeah, but it's, it's Dude, that must be a, a crazy, uh, a huge job to try to. Un- okay, what have we not talked about? Yeah. Like, what can we still what find? What can that's we weird? tie aliens to? Just right. get more and more free. Do you have carpeting in your house? Have you ever wondered why? <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you looked at the micro, you know, like the micro world living in your carpet? Okay. It's I, aliens in your carpet. <laughs> I took a detour to Roswell, New Mexico once. I do not advise it, but really? I went to their museum there, and the amount of signed confessions by people on their deathbeds of aliens mm-hmm. they saw was just astounding. And we apparently went one day before the National Alien Day, because I saw oh, on like the news wow. the next day, like it was because that town was empty, and that museum, like we just walked through, and it was there's nobody there. And the next day, it said Roswell, New Mexico, all hotels booked up, museum is standing room only. I went, what? Wow. It was just there, and it was apparently everybody flocks there once a year. Ro- road why, trip? why do you not suggest that? Road trip to Roswell, cool? New Mexico? I, we were coming back from Colorado. We weren't ready to go home, and then we were looking for something crazy just to do. as yeah. like an out-of-the-way thing, so I suggested it. It was two or three hours out of the way. Coming yeah. back like from Colorado. Trip, and... Uh, not, <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, well, this is pre... Oh, okay, never mind. pre <laughs> <laughs> All right, never mind. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, no. Uh... And we went there, and I just felt like it was a lot. I mean, it was a lot of driving with nothing around. And then by the time we got there, we were tired. There was a hailstorm coming in, and I walked in expecting it to be like a museum. And it said it was like a couple of halls. It looked yeah. like it looked yeah. like a church's fellowship hall. Right. Where they just put up some alien like science projects. Oh, like, gotcha. right. <laughs> I was like, I paid twelve dollars for this. Mm-hmm. So I was a little like, uh. I mean, I stayed for an hour to get my money for it. <laughs> <laughs> And then I was like, Let, "Let's get out of here." Oh, Fair wow. enough. But uh, but hey, I can say I did it. So there we go. Yeah. My wife kept saying, "This is Area 51, right?" I'm like, "No, it's different." She's like, "What? I thought we were coming to Area 51." <laughs> she <laughs> was a little. I don't think you could drive into no, Area that's 51. What I, that's yeah. Insane. Oh. Mm, funny. Why don't you? Where, where else are we headed? Um. So one of the things I wanted to talk about when talking about success, you had so breakfast at Tiffany's chop, topped. At number one in the UK, mm-hmm. and it it topped out at five, I think here three three, um, and so what was that like, kind of being on top of the pops? I actually watched the YouTube video of you guys on top of the pops today. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. You got some <laughs> you got some cool hair, man. Thank you. Well, okay. So top of the pops is super fun. Yeah. Okay, because you lip sync. Well, okay. I, actually, I take that back. You have the choice. Okay. So if you uh, you have the choice to sing over. A pre-recorded track, right? Or lip sync, mm-hmm. but we didn't have, you know, just the music only, because right? Because when we were mixing the record, we didn't think to do that, so sure. we had to lip sync, and which is super weird when you've never really done it. <laughs> yeah. So, but the great thing is, there's no responsibility. 
Like right. you don't have to worry. You're like it's going to be perfect. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> watch this. <laughs> so, okay, so you're you're at the BBC, and it's it seems super BBC like. Right. Like when you go in the doors, you're like, yes, this is exactly <laughs> what you expect it to be. But like what, what? Just Union Jacks and people drinking tea and stuff. <laughs> tea <laughs> and crumpets. There's <laughs> everything is very Cricket casual at, and yet incredibly formal. Wow. At the same time, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yes, low-key yeah. but formal. Yes. And, yeah, there is tea. And, yes, <laughs> there are awesome. runners that are going to go do this and that. And then within the BBC, there's actually a pub. Okay, so. <laughs> Whoa, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And so you do, my language. <laughs> you do a rehearsal, you know, to where they can get the camera set and that kind of thing. And then you do another rehearsal with audio or something that it's it's an there's some reason that you do a second one and then you have a fairly decent window and so everybody goes to the pub right wow so all the other bands are kind of in there and you can eat and stuff and then they're they come in there okay let's go do the show and everybody's like okay and you walk back across <laughs> the little walkway and you go to your dressing room and they call you out one at a time and you know you kind of stand there in the wings and you watch the other band because there's like three or four different stages, you know, so you're set up over here. So, you know, like as one band's playing, you're kind of standing there waiting to lip sync or whatever. And do they and only, do they only have like the top, like how did, how did they determine it? Cause I, I'm not too familiar with how they structured the show. Okay. So just to hit pause on that part. It's, of it's a little weird. Um, they, they'll do like a feature thing. Okay. If they think something is going to probably do well, right. they'll let you, be on the show even though you're not in the charts yet or whatever okay I gotcha. and so we got to do that so that's introduced us um and then we came back when uh when we were number three so okay. so it's all it's they get as many of the top 10 as they can okay whoever's available you. and uh, yeah and then otherwise there's kind of s- some things or they'll say you know, they'll throw back to a couple of years before or there's sure okay. just to kind of do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not okay, stri- it's not strictly a countdown except for the last five. OK, um, so we did it as a preview and then we did it when we were three, two and one. Nice. So we were on That's there four cool. four times. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, when they say, you know, and Deep Blue something, you are top of the pops. And, you, you know, because you're oh, number right. one. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like, you know, cool. And, and that, you're just furiously lip syncing. <laughs> like, yeah. It's going to be the, the <laughs> this is going to be our best one yet. Guys, <laughs> I can feel it. Yeah. That's awesome. So, but the, but the, 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 the episode where we were number one was awesome because Belinda Carlisle was on there. And Nick Beggs from Kajagugu was playing bass for her. Oh, wow. So I got to hang out because he came by the, the dressing room and like stuck his head and say, and say like, congratulations, guys. I was going, dude, <laughs> you're Nick Beggs. He's like, you recognize me? I said, yeah, man. Like, and so we got, I got to geek out. We traded that's bases. And, oh, that's you awesome. know, Belinda yeah. Carlisle is just standing there rolling her eyes going, you're just nerds. Look at this. <laughs> look at the state of you. Because yeah. we're kneeled down in the hallway of the BBC. He's like, the action on this is really interesting. All this weird. So that was super cool. And, you know, met Phil Collins. Because he was uh-huh. on there, yeah, wow. it was it was really really cool, um, but yeah, no responsibility. It's not like <laughs> when you're on the Tonight Show and you're going, "Holy crap!" Like we're really about to do this, right? You know, it's a different vibe altogether. Were you guys on the Tonight Show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh could, wow! I was trying to look up appearances on YouTube. Not everything was on there, so yeah, Tonight Show was good. Um, we were on Conan, which was one of the. F- 
early episodes when he took over for Letterman. Wow. Which oh. I thought was okay. I thought yeah. we kind of played it a little fast. Okay. But it, that was like our first TV th- thing. Okay. That's awesome. But it's like that in the thing really you do weird. where it's like the drummer takes it like super fast. It just and goes it's like, crazy. Dude, like, <laughs> yeah. No, but, no, it's not that speed. But the Conan thing, you know, in Letterman's old theater, we were amazing because it was, it's tiny. Yeah. It's this tiny, tiny space. Wow. Yeah, that was weird. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. That's awesome. Well, this has been a great episode. Todd, do you mind sticking around for one more episode? Sure. All right. Awesome. We'll be back here in a second with uh, Dad Jokes of the Week. That's right. We are back with America's Favorite Segment, Dad Joke of the Week. And who has the dad joke of the week for us this week? I do. Of course you do. <clears throat> All right, everybody. Uh, do you know that Sasquatch is disrespected by everyone who questions his existence, yet he never complains? Yeti never complains. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that is that's, a dad that's joke. Under, that's uh, that's under the that's radar. A jo- that's yep. a dad joke. Yeah. That is a dad joke. Yeah. Yeti. That was yeah. a dad joke, everybody. Yep. And you don't mean tumblers? Nope. Okay. That was also. I a mean, dad rumblers. Joke. <laughs> no. And another dad. Joke. <laughs> talking about <laughs> none of them are talking funny. about post post Taco Bell rumblers. No. no, no, no. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, awesome, uh, guys! Thank you for listening to this episode. Um, you can you can contact us and get Oliver Detox podcast information at detoxpodcast.com. That's D T A L K S podcast.com, where you also find links to our social media and our email address if you want to send uh, lewd emails to Galan is out there as well. So, Todd, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. And through the magic of podcasts, we will see you again next week. Wait, but actually, before we go, we do have. Oh. Hashtag Roundup. Oh, you're right. I tried to skip right past yeah. that. Yeah. Don't forget about me. Okay. I, don't, I don't know why I like... All right. Anyways, wait, 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 wait. Hashtag Joe, too. Yeah. <laughs> Should we stay away from that one? I think I'm going to scratch no, that one No, just go, go for that one. Yeah. No, that's my <laughs> Just make it... All right. So I take stuff that was said during the episode, and I get the top three hashtags, and we vote on the hashtag of the episode. I've got hashtag hug us, not drug us. I hate me. Hashtag unexpected Harry Potter. And hashtag super BBC. Go on. I- I'm going to go hashtag Harry Potter because I'm a Harry Potter nerd. Oh, that was hashtag unexpected. Oh, unexpected Harry Potter. Potter. Uh, Todd, do you want to weigh me. in on this crazy, <laughs> I, I, crazy? I love the hug us, not drug us. <laughs> That's so funny to I'm me. I'm never going to. You know what? I'll go, I'll go hashtag, <laughs> hashtag hug us, not drug us. Oh, I got to go well. with hug us, not drug us as well. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Three to one. <laughs> we carry it. Hashtag so, hug us, <laughs> not drug us. So, guys, we will see you again next week. Until then, hashtag hug us, not drug us, and hashtag be a better day. Special thanks to John and Eddie for supporting the podcast. Thanks so much, guys. Detox is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W.com.